And uh, good afternoon, Stephen. How are you doing? Doing good, guys. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing good. You know, we're excited about game two here coming up on, on Sunday. Do, do the injuries or, or the, the events of the last week take any of the excitement away for you? No, I mean, the excitement's there. It's just, uh, you know, it's part of our business. And, uh, you know, over time, you, you, you know that it's going to happen, and that's why it's so important, you know, to have your roster from 53 down to the DT, you know, injured reserve designated to returns to the, uh, pra- you know, obviously the big practice squad numbers. You really have to, uh, you know, put a lot of thought into every roster spot because at some point it will be next man up. And obviously this week, you know, got some tough news there with Randy and D-Law there at the at the rushing position. But the good news is we've got some guys there that uh, uh, we certainly can uh, think can come in and do a good job for us. And then, of course, the injury to, to Gallup from the ball game was a, was a tough one as well. But that's why we've got Sed Wilson and Noah Brown and uh, we drafted Fajoko. So, you know, you just uh, you're excited to see these guys hopefully step up and and do a nice job. Not unlike Connor McGovern did last week for uh, Zach Martin. Now, Stephen, does that mean you're a hundred percent exempt to uh, what happens with us normal people who you're just like, geez, after last year and now it's Lyle Gallup, Tank Gregory, and sometimes we punch things. You don't ever take time to do that. You're always all squared away. <laughs> well, we can't tell it all, but no, there's a. <laughs> let me tell you something. You definitely have your moments where you. When you're getting this news, is you, I get tired of seeing Jim Mauer's name pop up on my on my cell phone because lately it hadn't been good news. Stephen, can you give us an update on on Chauncey Golston? I know we only get to watch like the first 15 minutes of practice and stuff. From I know you're out there every day watching it and sometimes watching tape and stuff. Can you give us a little update of what you've seen from him so far yeah. and maybe his availability this week? Well, I know we're getting really excited about him uh, in terms of uh, what he can bring to the table. Not unlike we thought he could when we drafted him there in the third round. And I know Dan Quinn's getting fired up about uh, using him. We're going to be making some uh, decisions on our roster numbers here uh, this afternoon and tomorrow. And uh, we'll finalize that. But uh, he's certainly come a long ways in a short period of time. Obviously, hadn't played uh, you know football since college because uh, you know we weren't able to get him in pads uh, there during camp. But uh, he's making big strides, and we think he's going to be, uh, you know, make some huge contributions to us pretty pretty early. Okay, and Stephen, I was, I was wondering, you know, back in the day when you tell me to bring in a player, I could just get on the phone and bring a guy in. How hard is it now to bring a guy in on your roster? I mean, you, you got a lot of news late in the week. You know, is it is it tougher than ever before to get a guy if you have to go replace guys now? Well, I think, uh, you know, that's one of the things, Brian, that I, I think as tough as the pandemic's been, as tough as COVID's been, I think we've uh, come up with some things that, uh, you know, that were put in place for the pandemic, for COVID, that we've carried forward into this year as well and gives you that opportunity. And uh, I think it could be something that we'll consider for a long time to come in terms of, you know, the, the, the rules of the NFL, the roster sizes, the practice squad sizes. Uh, this gives you a great opportunity to have guys at your fingertips that you don't necessarily have to go to the street to get. And, uh, uh, you know, they have the rules, as we all know, where you can move up practice squad players uh, for, uh, you know, for to replace COVID uh, uh, reserve players. Uh, you know, there's just so many different new rules now that account for this. 
and I do think it really helps in terms of uh, being able to have the continuity on your football team and uh, being able to, uh, you know, bring guys up and insert them and, and hopefully play uh, maybe not quite as good, but certainly in a seamless way and certainly in a way that we can have success. Does it make it hard now to poach guys with these uh, protected rules and stuff like that? If you if your pro guys identify yeah. a guy and you want to go get him, but you got these protected rules, this guy a guy might help you somewhere else, right? Absolutely. I mean that that option's out there, and of course, uh, what ends up happening when you have as many draft picks as we did, and you uh, you know have uh, a lot of guys on different uh, lists that are going to be coming off, and uh, you know you feel good about your crew, but certainly as you know, Brian. Will and uh, his crew do a great job of really working through, uh, you know, what might be out there on other people's practice squads. And, of course, you never know when someone's going to try to slip someone through the waiver system. So all these things are uh, all these things are ways that uh, you can get through these tough situations where you're having some injuries, some COVID, some suspensions, and you work through those and hopefully uh, uh, go out there and play. Every team's subject to it. Uh, every team has it, and we're no different than somebody than anybody else. So we gotta we gotta work our way through it. And Stephen Jones with us here. How much did the uh, the pass rushing uh, uh, go into the drafting of Micah Parsons? Well, it was uh, certainly a part of it. We just uh, his versatility. I mean, it was his full body of work, versatility, everything that went into uh, drafting Micah. And I think that's why a lot of people considered him because he is so versatile. Uh, you know, probably a lot of people had him as the best defensive player in the draft. And, you know, and he can get it done so many ways. I mean, he's got rare, rare speed there in the sub-4-4s. I mean, he's a legit 4-3 type guy, 250 pounds. He uh, certainly uh, can drop and make plays on the ball in the passing game. He's showing that he can blitz. And, you know, we also think he can bring that uh, edge rush element uh, to the dance as well. So he just uh, – you know, there's a lot of things that go into his skill set and what he ultimately can do for us. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to get to continue to see that as we move forward with Micah. And he matures and gets even better as a uh, NFL football player. So for this season in, in particular with, with Tank and Randy out and, and the depth you guys have at linebacker, it's, you know, it's easy for fans to think, could, could Micah be a solution? Well, I think he's, uh, I think he's certainly – uh, can help in those areas. Uh, at the same time, we've got some good edge rushers. Uh, you know, we mentioned Golston, but uh, you got uh, you know Da's going to Armstrong's going to get his chance. Dorrance is uh, now to step up and and make some plays. Obviously, we signed Basham, knowing that uh, he was going to help us with the edge rush. So some other guys are going to get opportunities as well. But uh, you know, I think we're going to do this as a as a group. Of course, Dan likes to roll those guys and make sure they're fresh. Uh, at the end so uh, you know we feel good we'll get this done and of course Randy should be back uh, all ready to go next week but uh, in the meantime we're our focus right now strictly on beating the Chargers. It's Stephen Jones with us you mentioned how well McGovern was able to play at right guard last week so given that how much conversation or debate was there about are we going to roll a backup tackle like Terrence Steele out at right tackle or could we move Zach because we think McGovern could play well how much was that debated or talked about? Well, as you do uh, anything, you always have good, good debate, good discussion, and then you make a decision. Uh, you know, with with Coach McCarthy, with Kellen, with Coach Philbin, uh, what, what's in the best interest of the Cowboys for this week? So, uh, obviously, uh, it's great to have versatility in your offensive line. 
you know, guys uh, like the two Connors now are also uh, playing some center uh, as well. Uh, that's certainly helpful. And then obviously for Zach Martin to be able to, uh, you know, be able to play guard and as he showed last year, can swing out there to tackle uh, if need be. But we'll uh, make the best decision uh, that we think will help us win the game when we play the Chargers and go from there. Steven, is keeping Martin in his spot, though, a little bit more about Biotish, too, at center, uh, trying to help him along the way? Well, I just think, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out what's the best chemistry out there, Brian, and okay. all that goes into an account is who who helps who, who can help who, where. I mean, anytime you got, you know, uh, veteran guys, and certainly Connor Williams is starting to ease up there, too. It's, uh, you know, helpful when you got a young center, but, uh, you know, I know when Travis was a veteran center, he was helping the young guards, so... You know, all that goes into your chemistry of your uh, offensive group and how you're going to play them and where you're going to play them. Uh, certainly uh, uh, something that gets lots of discussions. But at the end of the day, I think we'll, uh, you know, we'll certainly go with the combination that we think uh, gives us the best opportunity to win. All right, Stephen, this is a, a question I have. I have a son that's a, a starting varsity quarterback. How did you deal with that in high school football with your son being a varsity quarterback every uh, every weekend? <laughs> Put, take some radio uh, headsets. Okay. Where, where hopefully they got a play-by-play of your son's game and uh, uh, shut out all the surrounding noise. <laughs> did you ever get to sit by yourself? Uh, no, I never sat by myself, but I kept my earplugs in because I didn't want to hear the commentary. I know, Stephen. You it's know, tough. When you're, when you're a quarterback, it yeah. doesn't matter whether you're Tom Brady or Dak Prescott or whoever you are, you're going to have some plays that you oh, wish you had gosh. back. And certainly the fans will let you hear that. What's up with Jones out there? He's got to be better than that. So yeah. I'm feeling that right now, Stephen. I'm with put you. Put your earphones in. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <sighs> Stephen, do you guys look at this game as uh, potentially an opportunity for uh, a Zeke game? You know, I think all of it's uh, all in the game plan. And, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, we kind of uh, had a good feel for what Tampa was going to do there. They're the number one rush defense in the league. And I think their their game plan was to – see how uh, Dak felt and they got to see that and obviously he he did a great job which I think all that's going to do is uh, open up more opportunities for us to uh, uh, be able to have success running the football but uh, we'll just uh, you know all that you got to kind of be able to play option quarterback and and then take what they give you as the game goes and we'll uh, we'll be keeping an eye on that and uh, you know Kellen does a great job there and uh, you know, Mike of sorting through all that and coming up with the the best plays and the best game plan to have, uh, you know, for each particular game, uh, game, but in this particular case, the Chargers. But certainly uh, to be able to have this offensive line we got in Zeke, that's certainly something I promise you they've got to pay attention to in terms of uh, our running game. Now, Stephen, Jerry was on a little bit earlier, and he told a story about when he was nine years old and he lost a couple of puppies to the highway, got hit by a car, and I just I wanted to give you the opportunity to make our listeners cry um, if you just had anything you wanted to share. Uh, I think he got it all out for all of us. That's a tough one when you uh, when you lose your, your puppy. We, we lived on a busy street ourselves when I grew up, and unfortunately we had a few too, but it's a... Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'll I'll leave those type of stories to Jerry. He's good at that. All righty, Stephen. Thank you so much for your time. Give him hell out there. We'll be pulling for you. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all take care.